Robots Radio presents... Welcome to the Outer World Show, sharing the latest news, interesting tips, and hidden lore about the Outer Worlds. I'm your host, Sebastian Nazaro, and we have something a little different for you today, an interview with the streamer Tuniversal. Enjoy the conversation, and we'll touch base afterwards for the latest news and show notes. Thanks. Welcome, spacers, to a special edition of the Outer World Show. As always, I'm your board-approved host, Sebastian Nazaro, and today we have a special guest with us, streamer extraordinaire Tuniversal. Tune, buddy, how are you doing today? I am doing great, Sebastian. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I really enjoyed it. Of course, of course. Yeah, we, once I heard that you are planning on streaming the Outer Worlds, it, this was a no-brainer. We had to have you on the show. Absolutely. Uh, so I, I got my first question. I'm going to hit you with the question right up front. How All hyped right. are you? We're on release week now. How hyped are you for this game? I'm I'm very excited. And, you know, as a streamer who is always looking for fresh content and desires to make the best content I can, this game uh, is one I've been looking out for for some time now. Um, especially with all the comparisons it's had to games like Fallout being made by a company like Obsidian. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of attractive things about this game and a lot to look forward to. Oh, definitely. With that kind of track record, you kind of wonder how it could go wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's only could be so bad. There's going to yes. be a base level of awesomeness that's there with the humor, mm-hmm. with the story. Um, yeah, now, obviously, I'm very much looking forward to it. So I'm excited to know you are, too. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, before we dive into the Outer Worlds, before we get into the details and everything that you're planning with the game, um, for my audience, though, let's um, go over your background a little bit. So you're a streamer, but mm-hmm. how'd you fall into that? How, what's your story? Um, how'd you get into streaming? Yeah, I've always been a creative person, and, and I, I, did, I did songwriting at one time and did that for, oh, for wow. a while, followed it. Um, but I always love creating videos and, and, and things, and my personality um, uh, tends to uh, lean toward people and, and, mm-hmm. and, and wanting to engage with people. So streaming made sense there, and I like video games. And nice. so yeah. that's how that's how I started. Uh, that's how I started streaming, and I've been doing it for a little over a year and a half now. And it's it's been growing steadily, and I've enjoyed meeting new people, and uh, getting to do things like this uh, through the gaming world. That's awesome. Did did you play games growing up, and then kind of it made sense to combine the creativity with your your interest in video games, or did you kind of fall into that from the creative side? A, a little bit, of, a little bit of both. So I mean, okay. I, I came up with an NES when I was a kid, and mm-hmm. only really had a gap in gaming sometime, like around the Xbox 360 to like uh, the Nintendo Wii, and okay. the Wii to like I didn't have anything until I got a 3DS. Uh, okay. So I had sort of these gaps in in my gaming career. But for me, gaming has always been about people. It's always been a way to bring people together. So I still keep my retro consoles because mm-hmm. I want it. I want it to be a means to bring people together, and that's what also was great about streaming. It's just bringing people together for for a specific cause uh, yeah. with a particular game or a particular uh, way that I stream. Uh, so all this kind of came natural, uh, uh, surrounded and built around people. Yeah, it's kind of like streaming is like the modern version of kind of like couch co-op or somebody, everybody chiming yeah. in while you're playing that single player Zelda game. Or <laughs> It's yeah. kind of the, the evolution of what games have become now. Absolutely, you're right. 
that's awesome that's great yeah and nothing beats like sitting down and playing mario kart so you got to yeah. keep those old co- consoles around for something oh yeah yeah <laughs> I, I still play mario kart on my nintendo switch and i love it oh man it it, it only gets better it just keeps getting better <laughs> i does. have so i have a few buddies who will uh swear by the 64 version but um uh-huh. I, I don't know. The, the things they add it's it's pretty nice so yeah um okay awesome and now so currently you've been streaming i've been seeing you online i've been seeing some of the the clips that you have of uh fallout 76 so mm-hmm. that's been kind of your main game lately it has been it's been it's been my primary game uh since it came out last november we're coming up on the one year anniversary of it very soon mm-hmm. and, I, and i really really enjoyed it but it's kind of come to a point where there's not a lot of new content coming out. So mm-hmm. uh, looking for other games to stream, uh, this is a great time to do it. And there's a lot of great games coming out. And I've set my sights on the Outer Worlds and and I'm committing uh, to that. Yeah, this this fall is almost there's only there's almost too much. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, my so wallet right. is screaming uncle right now. <laughs> because Absolutely. Between, between that, between Pokemon, between Death Stranding, it's it's going to be an expensive. Modern fight. Warfare is going to be amazing. <laughs> Everything, um, and but it makes sense that if, with um, your interest in Fallout and mm-hmm. those games, the Obsidian-backed uh, franchise, mm-hmm. uh, it only makes sense to go to the Outer Worlds. Yes, it does. Nice. Uh, are you excited for Wastelanders coming out? You know, I am. Soon? Mm-hmm. So they pushed it back to quarter one, which could be you know any time between January and March. I'm 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 thinking probably oh, yeah. more toward the end of quarter one, if not beyond that. But mm-hmm. the reason they pushed it back is because they wanted to make it pristine. And with a lot of the issues that Fallout 76 has had since its release, it makes sense for them to push it back and make sure that they put out a quality product from uh, a AAA uh, company like Bethesda. Uh, they need to get this right in order to. Um, to build consumer confidence not only in bethesda but in the fallout franchise at large yeah it's they've been kind of on shaky grounds ever since even before 76 came out it was Mm -hmm. once the details and more and more came out about the online online only and no Mm -hmm. npcs obviously um i think they need to win back a few customers um a few but i don't think it will be that hard once they do yeah, as uh, long as they pull it off, as long as they do Wastelanders well, and with private servers coming out very, very soon, this week, if, if oh, not next, yeah. um, you know, when Wastelanders comes out, you could essentially play your own single-player uh, single Fallout 76 if you wanted to, for a price, but you can do it. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I didn't even think of that. You can get your own private server and, and go forward from there. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be great. And, and it will essentially be a follow-up game after about a year and a half, which is our yeah. traditional follow-up game. More, more, more traditional with human yeah. NPCs and and uh, and the questing that you can all do solo if you want to, or with friends. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, I, I think um, another Robots Radio Network podcast, the Chad podcast, who focuses mm-hmm. on 76, yep. I think he's already said they're making a, a private server for the for the network and trying to get some people in there. So it should be interesting. That'd be great for him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, awesome. So, besides the the follow connection, the Obsidian connection, was there anything else that caught your eye about the Outer Worlds that made you say, "That's it. That's the game. I need to. I need to start streaming, start playing." So there's a, there's Bethesda has put out some buzz around a game called Starfield that'll be coming on probably on the next gen consoles and future mm-hmm. PCs. Um, oh yeah, and, and that sounds really fun. Playing Fallout in space, like if 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 it does go that sandbox RPG style, Fallout in space sounds like a lot of fun. 
Mm-hmm. And oh. when I saw the Outer Worlds, like this isn't going to be quite the sandbox feel that we get from Fallout games, but it's going to be something like that. And I think that's what's really attractive is is having that that story driven single player uh, RPG that we sort of had this void for right now in gaming. We don't have a strong uh, single player RPG out right now. And obs- mm-hmm. if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Obsidian. And you know they're going to do a good job. You know they're they're not gonna they're not going to skip anything. You know that it's going to be uh, a quality game. Uh, from from beginning to finish with, with mm-hmm. playability and all sorts of way ways to play this game. Yeah, it's it's it, it, like you said, like the follow in space aspect of it is really appealing, and I think that's what's drawing in a lot of people. Um, from what I'm seeing online, it's also the the story from you could trust Obsidian with a story. Yes, uh, whether it was New Vegas, whether it was I just started playing Paths of um, No Pillars of Eternity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that one is it, the story is just phenomenal based simply because of the number of interactions you can have with different people, um, yeah. the different characters you based on your character stats. It's the level of detail that goes into integrating your character build into the story is just phenomenal. And it looks like the Outer Worlds is going to be right there on par with those other games. Yes, it does. Yeah. Um, so you, we, we talked about how you're streaming 76 and you mentioned how this is kind of like, it, it could be the pillar that brings back the single player RPG, uh, the outer worlds. Um, but could you go through some of the differences as far as streaming when you're streaming a multiplayer game or an online game like 76, as opposed to a single player game where mm-hmm. people can't really jump in and join you? Um, how is it to build that community? How is it to keep people engaged while you're streaming something that's supposed to be a solo experience? Yeah, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I started off in my early streaming days streaming Fallout 4 and... Um, and Skyrim, you know, both both Bethesda open oh, open world games, amazing game, huge games. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> both both very very well done and very good games. Mm-hmm. Um, so so in those situations, you really rely on on the chat and the community to be engaged with them through chat. Whereas a game like Fallout seventy six, I may have like a guest come on, and then I, not only do I have the interaction with chat, but then I also have the interaction with the people who are playing alongside me if they have right. you know if I've allowed them to come into voice chat. Um, okay. So it makes for great content on both ends because you're interacting with the people who are with you in voice mm-hmm. chat, and then you're interacting, interacting with the community. The community is interacting with them as well. So it makes this great, great circle of um, of just people interacting around this, around what you're doing, which is a lot of fun. Yeah, it's it's the uh, being able to allow them to react, to kind of weigh in on different decisions, especially a decision heavy game such as mm-hmm. Fallout, such as yeah. what the Outer Worlds looks like. It's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that that's a that's a great way of going about it. Having people chime in and and just mm-hmm. react and and give their input. It's yeah. kind of like you're playing it as a group almost. It really is, and you can you can reach out to them for help. It's like I would I would also have like community based events when I play Fallout Four. It's like, hey, go pick out some quest for me to do, or pick out a weapon for me to find, oh, and I would go awesome. do it. So it's just another level of interaction with them. That's great. That's great. Uh, okay, what's um. Let's get into a couple of the details about the Outer Worlds and and kind of oh, get your sure. preferences and how yeah. you're going to start this start this uh, this game off. Yeah, um, I haven't talked to anyone in my community about this, so this is where oh. you're hearing it first, right here. Here we go. Nice. <laughs> um, so, 
we we talked builds a few weeks back and mm-hmm. i talked i went actually went on the fallout lore cast with tom or robots mm-hmm. um and we talked builds and different kinds of uh, character creation preferences mm-hmm. so what are your thoughts on it? Have you seen the character builder? Have you given any thought to what kind of build you might start off with in kind of your first playthrough? So I didn't quite get into the character builder. Um, you and I talked a little bit, a little bit off uh, broadcast mm-hmm. about how, like, I, I'm sort of, sort of withholding uh, some things so that I don't get too many spoilers about it. But the way that I've played in almost every one of these single player RPGs has been the sneaky sniper. Oh, so, nice. I'm assuming that that will be, unless we find some weapon or something that I think is just too incredible not to use, that mm-hmm. could alter my build because that's what I do in Fallout 76. Like you find a good gun, you do your build around that until you find right. a different gun, then you build around that. But my um, my initial thought is to go with that sneaky sniper type of build. Yeah, that's a classic build. It uh, it you know you can trust it even in a game that you don't know much about, um, and it's kind of not straightforward but you you know how to build that and you can build that mm-hmm. well and yeah. that will allow you to focus more on the story aspects um without having to worry too much of as to whether your build's actually working or yeah. whether you made the right choice in that aspect yeah exactly awesome awesome yeah i was thinking more i've talked about this before a couple times on the show but i'm thinking it's kind of the exact opposite of that mm-hmm. i'm doing more of the uh like charismatic strongman like mm-hmm. the the charming bully where I put a lot in strength and a lot in charm. And if I can't talk my way out of it, I'm going to punch my way out. of it. <laughs> so, that's a great um, way to play. That's a, that's a, that's a lot of fun to play that way. Yeah. I, I, I feel like it, at least in my previous experiences, I feel like I've gotten a lot of, um, I, I open up a lot of dialogue options, a lot of quests that way, and I can still fight my way out if I need mm-hmm. to. Yeah. Um, my yeah. character, my characters aren't necessarily the smartest out there, but it still it still allows me to uh, to see what most of the game has to offer. Well, really smart enough to charm some people, so that's 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 still that's good. True. That's true. <laughs> that's that counts for something. Yeah. Uh, well, how do you? Um, one more question about like kind of your character. Do you usually go? A lot of these games will give you options of whether you're um, naturally good or evil. Do you have a preference as far as that goes? Yeah, so I think in the past I've sort of played some chaotic type characters uh, okay. in my younger days of playing, you know, games like Daggerfall, where you just kind of run around oh, and just yeah. cause complete mayhem. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, as I've grown older and a little wiser, I've gone and leaned more toward the good characters. Um, okay. And just thinking about this, maybe a future question, but thinking about factions uh, mm-hmm. in the outer worlds, I will certainly be leaning more toward the rebels and fighting for justice against the corporations, at least on my first playthrough. Yeah, I think that's kind of the the quote unquote good playthrough that they're they're promoting at this point, mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's interesting. A lot of and I think that's kind of unique that you would strangely that you would go the good route mm-hmm. um, because a lot of uh, people I see online are actually trending the opposite direction. They're trending to go uh, like straight evil or murderous psychotic almost mm-hmm. because they keep uh, obsidian keeps promoting this fact that yeah. you can kill off most of the characters in the game. So I feel like a lot of people want to test those limits. Yeah. 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 Um, so it would be nice to see somebody playing as a good character. There is some <laughs> yeah. good in the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll be playing as at least in my first playthrough. I have ideas for my, my second playthrough as well. So I'm looking forward to changing the build up a little bit and maybe playing it just a little bit differently. 
And that's the beauty of the game because the game will react or is supposed to react mm -hmm. completely towards that. So the differences between those playthroughs is going to be huge. Oh yeah, for sure. Awesome. Awesome. Um, and so I guess uh, my last question about the game or the details of the game was going to be about those factions and kind of which side you wanted to take. Mm -hmm. um, but it sounds like you're, you're at least for the first playthrough, you're rebels all the way or, or anti-board or anti-corporations. Anti-corporation. Even when my, even I'm thinking, unless things, things are going to change once we actually get into this game, right? We're actually going to oh, yeah. get the experiences and be like, oh, I'm not going to play that way. I want to play this way now that I've mm -hmm. seen that this is how the game reacts to my decisions and the way that things go. Um, but the second playthrough, I would still like to go against the board, but I would like to play the board and like uh, kind of act like I'm uh, sided with them if that's possible, but mm -hmm. actually be against them, sort of, sort of be this infiltrator that has inside information and uses it against the board, that would be what I'd want to do with my uh, second playthrough. So sort of like maybe like a lawful neutral or like a chaotic neutral type person. Uh, yeah. So somewhere with that alignment right there. It fits in with your, your build too, the sneaky sniper. I mm -hmm. mean, you could use the same build and still have that kind of storyline where you're you're playing both sides. Uh, that sounds awesome. I would have to, I'm going to have to check in when you can, when you do that. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I, I've been listening to you talk about different bills and different ways to play the game about how there's, there may be a way where you can just talk your way out of everything and you don't even have to use a weapon. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a really, really challenging playthrough as well to be able to just have a sneaky character that maybe sneaks around and gets the things done and mm -hmm. talks, talks his way through things. That sounds like a really fun build and a different way to play a game as well. Completely, completely. And then there's builds where you can just be the intelligent science guy who everything you say goes over his head, but then you can shoot him with a shrink ray and get your way out of <laughs> exactly, it anyway. Yeah. There's uh, there's so much customization and so many options with the game that they're promising that I I will know in three days. <laughs> I keep exactly. I keep having to give the caveat that we'll see, but um it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. It looks like it's shaping up to be really interesting, especially mm -hmm, with the multiple sure. playthrough aspects. Oh yeah. Awesome. Um, so it looks like we are running uh, out of time. Um, yeah. But let's. Um, how about you tell the audience where we can watch these streams and where we can follow you and see what you're up to? Yeah. So you can follow me on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv forward slash Tuniversal. That's T O O N I V E R S A L. It's Tuniversal on Twitter, Tuniversal TV on Instagram and Facebook. And you can just search for Tuniversal on YouTube and catch some of my highlights there as well. And they are always worth the time. I mean, I have lost, <laughs> like, I lost uh, most of the weekend watching some of your highlights. Uh, we, we, we have a lot of fun over at my community. So I'd love to have some of your listeners come over and participate. Uh, this Friday, October 25th at 9 a.m. Eastern, I will be streaming The Outer Worlds live, and you can come and give me your thoughts and your opinions and uh, share your experiences that you have uh, experienced thus far in The Outer Worlds. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, everybody head over there. I'll link um, all of your links in the show notes as well. And Thank you. obviously on Twitter, and that way they'll be nice and easy for people to find. Awesome. I appreciate it. Awesome. Toon, thank you for stopping by. We are going to have to do this again as soon as we get yes. our hands on the game. Yeah, Sebastian, I would love to, maybe we could do a follow-up or something where it's like, all right, we play this game for three weeks and and then we give uh, different opinions about it, yeah. maybe. And this is <laughs> this is where we were wrong with everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, awesome. Thanks, man, and we'll see you. All right, thank you so much. Thanks. Hey friends, this is Robots, the creator of the Robots Radio Podcast Network and host of the two 
original shows on the network, the Fallout Lorecast and the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. These two shows have rocketed up the iTunes charts. They both together have over 155 star reviews in only a couple of months with bite-sized episodes that take you step-by-step through the background of the games and the game worlds. They're thought-provoking, well-produced, and a lot of fun. I recommend you go check them out at robotsradio.net or on any podcast reader, podcatcher, whatever you use, iTunes, Spotify. Again, that's the Fallout Lorecast and the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, available everywhere. Shout out to Tune for coming by the show. There are going to be a million ways to go through this game, so if you want to see some alternative paths through Halcyon, or just want to have some good old-fashioned fun, check out his streams. All the links are in the show notes. As for news, the review embargo is lifted today, Tuesday, October 22nd. So get out there and read how the game's doing. I'm unfortunately recording the day before on Monday the 21st, but I can't wait to see what everybody's saying. This is only going to build the hype, so I cannot wait to read these reviews. Also, know that if you're playing on PC, you could start playing in the afternoon of Thursday, October 24th. That's like 6 to 10 hours before the official release. On our Twitter feed, we posted a link as to when you can play. It has a, like a graph that you can read exactly when you can play, depending on the console, depending on your time zone. So take a look at that and know that you can play the game a little early, especially if you're on PC. And for show notes, we have one new iTunes review. Kelsobox said, Great informative podcast. Five stars. I've been looking forward to the Outer Worlds release, so I want it to be as informed as possible. Sebastian takes all the information I've been looking for and compiles it into an easy-to-listen format. I've learned about weapons, skills, factions, and so much more. I look forward to future episodes. Thanks, Kelsobox. I know today was a little different, not so much information, but getting to know Tune and getting to know his playstyles. But the information is coming. We're three days away. Three days away, people. So that information will be coming right to you as soon as I can. Now, if you guys want to support the show, iTunes reviews are the best way still. You could also join the Patreon, which is under my other show name, the Hidden Pixels Podcast. We tell stories that are hidden in game lore over there in a narrative style. So if you're interested in storytelling at all in video games, check that out as well. Or, you know what? Just continue the conversation about this game. Discord, Twitter, email... Anything that can get us all more hyped, get the conversations going, getting people thinking about different ways of how to play, that's what's interesting. That's what's going to build this community up. So keep the conversations flowing, and I'm going to do the same. Again, three days away. I want to hear all of your experiences as soon as you get to Halcyon. I want to know what kind of builds you have. I want to know what kind of locations and factions you met. I want to know who's evil, who's not, who's good. And I'm going to give you guys my impressions as soon as possible. I'm on PS4, so I'm starting at midnight on the 25th. And I will get an episode out to you as soon as I can. Until then, good luck, spacers. And I'll see you on the other side. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. This has been an episode of The Outer World Show a part of the Robots Radio Podcast Network. 
All music and sounds are property of Obsidian Entertainment and or Private Division, and no copyright infringement is intended. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving us a rating and review. We're on every major podcast streaming service, including anchor.fm slash outerworlds. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Are you into the cyberpunk tabletop games or excited for Cyberpunk 2077? Are you looking to brush up on the lore, stay up on all the latest news, and talk about the game when it comes out? Check out the Cyberpunk Lorecast, a show from Robots Radio with me, your host robots. We'll go over all the details you need to know about the world, characters, and story of cyberpunk. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere else you get your podcasts.